welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. So if you've been listening for a while, then you know a couple things about me and my show. One of them is that I tend to really go with the flow and I believe in things happening for a reason. I believe that we meet people for a reason. A season or a lifetime. I don't know if I've actually said that, but I've always kind of lived by a reason, a season, or a lifetime. The fact of the matter is, is I believe that there are no accidents in life. I believe that we set our intention and things come about. Now, a little while ago, I received a message on Facebook from a lovely individual who has an amazing podcast, and she wanted to bring me on her show. And I was honored, and I was I was so excited to do this. And, and I did, I, I went and I did an episode and it was one of the most amazing experiences. She is the host of Uncover Your Magic podcast. She is a mentor and coach to teens. She is someone who lives life by pretty much, I want to say the same way I do, which is trust in the universe and let it all unfold. Ashley Goner is here with me today. Ashley, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate this. Such an honor. Well, the honor is all mine. I'm really excited. So for all my listeners right now, this is something you're going to want to take note of because she is someone who really does live life in a way where if something is tugging at her, she goes for it. So Ashley, tell me really quickly, because your background is you were in your family business for a while and you had this, this, just this gnawing feeling like, nope, I have to move. Talk to me about how you listen to your intuition that's brought you to where you are today. Okay. So I say in my twenties, I graduated from college and then kind of went from job to job and didn't really have any kind of anything lasting in me. Nothing really meant anything. I didn't, nothing really stuck. And so I ended up, I lived in San Diego, moved back to Seattle. My dad um, is an entrepreneur and he had an idea for my sister and I to start this boat seat cover business because he was in boating and he saw a need for it. He was an entrepreneur himself. And so we did that. And then I worked for his business and he invented an attachment to a tractor, like a John Deere tractor. So I sold those and ended up meeting somebody, moving to Montana, lived there for four years. The last of the four years, got married, wasn't right, knew it wasn't right, got dressed in that dress, that wedding dress that day and thought, oh, this is not right. It, it's kind of just going to be a family family get together, family reunion. So I, a, a year married, I just wasn't right. And so I called my dad and said, dad, I can't do this. I've got to come home. And he's like, let's go bring this business back. So I brought the business back, moved to San Diego, found a job selling DSL filters, had no clue what 
I could even tell you now what it is, <laughs> but God, I know it was, there's no accidents. I got this job. I, I don't even know how I got it. Met this woman that, the, that was amazing, learned how to write out I am statements and really start this magical journey where it just kind of opened my eyes to, you know, how you can create your life instead of being this, I kind of, like the victim, you know, and I'll, I don't think I ever played the victim, but when I look back at how I used to live, and think that I had to, it made me realize like, wow, here's like, this is life, right? So I, this company made us go to the seminar and I kept dreading it because I, you know, really wanted to just stay home for the weekend with my dog. <laughs> and we ended up, so my friend and I went to this seminar, it was PSI and it was the most life-changing weekend of my life. It was one of those things where people say you come home and looks like you drank the Kool-Aid. And I'm like, oh, I do. I get what you mean. That was exactly what we did was some kind of Kool-Aid. It was amazing. So I went on this whole journey of self-development from that point. I did every course they had at the end of that, at the third course, when I couldn't go further, I came home and quit. And I thought, I'm just going to quit. And then something's going to come. So I came home, quit, started writing out everything I wanted in my job. I was going to start a business. Who knew what it was going to be? I just started writing out. I have this amazing business that transforms lives. I get to work with people and make them happy. And I get massages all the time. I don't even have, I don't even know why I put massages. So all of a sudden that friend said, my sister has a friend that's selling a spa. She can't work anymore. And I thought, okay, I'll go meet her. Go meet her. I, okay, I'm going to buy the spa. Didn't have a clue of what to do. Didn't have any esthetician license. Just thought the spa business at that, probably that was 20 years ago, was you know an upcoming thing. So bought the spa and it caught on fire. <laughs> I mean, I just could go on with the magic. The magic and the fire was, it. I woke up to, this is for a reason. Okay, there's a reason that there's a fire. Thank you, God, for burning it down and letting me redo it. I got to redo everything. I didn't have any money. I left Montana with nothing. I just was in that place of allowing. And I never knew, I just believe in not thinking about the how of how you're going to do something. It's about the why. And my why was so strong that I didn't have any part of me that was questioning anything at that time that was going on. So I you know, just went for it and it was amazing. I ended up buying a house with no money down and that was an incredible magical moment. I didn't have money. I had all this credit card debt from the spa, no income. The The spa just burnt down and I went into this home and I thought, oh, I'm going to buy a house. I've been renting for so long. And he said, sorry, the realtor said it's, you know, it's been in escrow. You're, you, can you you know, look at another house another time. I said, oh, it was my house. And he thought, you are crazy. This is your house. And I said, yes. So he called me the next day, said it fell out of escrow. And I said, okay, I'm, it's my house. I don't know if I'm going to get qualified for this house. <laughs> Nothing. I just did it. And I got qualified. And long story short, I was a homeowner, felt so empowered, got the day spa in order. And that's kind of the beginning of the magical moments of my life. In a nutshell. I mean, okay, there is so much to unpack there. That's, for anyone listening, I don't know if you're aware of the amount of times that 
you could have quit. You could have literally just been like, nope, I, I just, I can't handle this. There are so many instances there where your life could have gone in a different direction, but instead you listened to the inner voice. You, you trusted in the fact that it was all going to work itself out. That is a huge amount of faith. I mean, I want to circle back real quick because, you know, you were in, you were in Montana, you were, you were getting married and you put on the wedding dress and in your, in your gut, you knew this wasn't right. You knew this wasn't going to last. And you did it anyway, because you were in the old way of thinking before you finally broke out, you were sitting there going, no, no, I have to do this. I can't, I can't turn, turn away now because, you know, everyone's showing up for the wedding and so on and so forth. I know it's not going to last, but I, I, you, you know, you, you, you went with, the societal pressures to carry through that wedding, right? Totally. And, and and now looking back on that, you probably are looking at that going, what was I thinking? I knew I should have just not, but yet I know you well enough to know that even in that, you're grateful for the experience having happened because it wouldn't have brought you to where you are today. Let's talk about that for a second because yes. you knew that it wasn't right and you went for it anyway. And looking back, I bet you wouldn't change a thing, would you? I wouldn't, you know, I remember, you know, what the word comes from is unworthy when you talk about that experience. And I thought, you know, I don't think I see who I am now. I thought I was just going to go along with it. It's just going to be fine. If my life is miserable, then it is. I don't, this is kind of what I've signed up for, but I would not trade it for a thing. And when I met Richard and I remember him and, you know, he's Catholic. And when I remember bringing the car with him and we just probably had our second date and I told him I was married before and he almost just, you know, stopped the car and probably kicked me out the door. <laughs> and he said, really? And I said, you know what? If I'm going to get married again, it's going to be for the right reason. And I am not going to make any, like, there's no, no question in my mind that it's going to be forever. Yeah. It's interesting how, how like a, a starter marriage, and I don't like calling them that, but how when you've been through it before, I don't remember what what movie it was, but someone gave advice where basically like, oh, honey, you haven't lived till you've you've lived through a divorce or whatever. I, if you know the movie that I'm talking about. Then, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But the point of it is, is simply this. Once you've had the experience of being in the wrong circumstance, you're so much more able to recognize the right one and really jump in feet first or head first or whatever, whatever right. body part first you want to jump in, but you're going to jump in wholeheartedly and know that, Hey, you know what? No, this is right. Do you think that that played a, a big role for you going from, you know, the first marriage where you were just like, ah, ugh, and then now obviously you're married with two beautiful children and life is obviously wonderful. Right. So talk to me about the, the dichotomy between the two from having that first one and then recognizing the correct one when it came along. You know, I think what it was, was me, you know, realizing who I am and what I deserve and really looking at when you're in life and you're in that, I'm kind of this victim of, you know, whatever I'm thinking, this circumstance that I'm living and allowing myself to be in that situation and not really standing up. And it's my choice. I, you know, we all have choices and, and to teach girls, you know, my daughters, you know, to teach them, like we all have choices. We're never stuck, but empower yourself and make yourself strong and show them we're all worthy. And those are one of, we do IMs in the morning. It's always, I am worthy. And now with Richard, it's like when I remember dating him and thinking, 
I think it was about respect. And he, I remember him thinking, I wouldn't let him pick me up at my house. He was like, geez, you're so tough. Or there's these little things. No, I don't, you know, I was really strong. And it just kind of thought I, I'm worthy. That's the kind of life we have now after 15 years. It's just, it really has been beautiful. And I look at this quarantine, we were at his mom's the other night for her birthday. And I said, our life now in this quarantine, after six months, our relationship, let's say it was a out of a 10, maybe it was an eight. It's like a 20. And I just think we've grown and learned so much. And now we're forced in this place together. And I am so grateful that I can be forced in a place for six months where that our love has grown mm -hmm. versus the other people that are out there that are having such a struggle. And I'm just grateful for where I totally at my life right now. I can totally relate to that. I mean, obviously, as you know, my relationship with my wife has grown exponentially during these times as well. And I think it's a testament to a knowing, of course, that you're with the right person and also committing to growing together. I think that's a huge part of it. But again, you speak about being worthy. So many people don't believe that they are. And that's not something that you you can't gain self-worth from other people or places or things. That's something that has to come from within. Totally. And it I think such a so true. I believe yeah. that. And I think for you, it, it sort of came about through obviously feeling that unworthiness and then just having enough. You're just, you just had enough. And so you, you, you left and you, you came to, well, back to San Diego, right? Mm -hmm. And you were working a job and it wasn't working and it wasn't a thing. And at this point you had already started to build that self-worth and you just, you quit and you just said, you know what? Something's going to come. That's yeah. like, that's, that's uber trust in the universe. So talk to me about that because I, I feel like Previously, before that, once you had gone and been in Montana and, you know, obviously married the wrong person first, that was a point where quitting and something's going to come wasn't part of your vocabulary at that point. You hadn't learned to trust. So what switched? You know, I think I just thought, I just, I need more. I just want more. I kept, those seminars really helped me. And I, I just, I'm made for more. I have so much life. I want to give so much. I want to learn. I, and I, you know, I have, I had this hunger for more. And I remember when the, when the spa caught on fire, I had so many women come, please don't close down. You've only been open for three months. I said, close down. There's no way. I mean, if you saw how I ran the business, when there was a fire, I had my new house that I just bought with no money. <laughs> and I had a, hired a lady to answer the phones in my living room. I had her pretending that the spa was open. It was all the, you know, I always say that, you know, fake it till you make it or act as if, but it's true. Like I just acted as, as if, and I knew the spa was going to be beautiful and God made the, made the fire come so I could have that. And I just kept, it was just trusting, you know, and I think that's such a big part of life and not getting so stuck in the problem or the how, or, you know, how is this going to work? And the worry that just, that just doesn't work. And it's, you know, your worry is just a waste of energy. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you did speak earlier about the why versus the how. And I think so many people get stuck on the how instead of their why. Why are you doing this? Why do you want this life for yourself? Why do you want to move forward in XYZ career path? Whatever it is, if you can home in on the why of what you're doing, 
and always come back to the why and just know that there's going to be a way for it to work out. It will. The how is not our job. That's the universe. That's, that's what you talk about on Uncover Your Magic, right? This is about, it's about allowing the universe to bring things in, in the most efficient way possible. That's how the law of attraction works. That's how all these things work is your job is to focus on the why of what you're doing. Focus on the passion of doing the thing that you want to do. Let the how work itself out. How has totally. that worked out in your life? Oh, magical, magically. <laughs> you know, I feel like when you talk about the why, even doing this podcast, I, I knew the why. I didn't know how I was going to do it. <laughs> I was very, like, I'm not technically very smart in that area, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't focus on that. And I know that's what got me over all those bumps to get to, because I had the strong why. I just knew I wanted to do this and make a difference and send a message out that, I've just held in so much, you know, and, you know, you can only talk to your husband or your kids and your sisters and send them all these books or podcasts or for so long until you're like the crazy lady. Can she send me one more podcast? Right. <laughs> but I just had this why in me. And I feel like even with that spa, looking back 20 years ago, what I was 30 years old, you think of a 30 year old thinking, you know, not with a lot of life experience, but someone that just, I just really felt like I just trusted and to trust something. So like without any fear, I didn't have fear. And I, I really can say that strongly. And I look back and I thought, I don't think, I remember going home and just turning this music on and being so happy and that I touched these women's lives and that they left happy. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm completely doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It was the best feeling. I would go home and just be so happy. It was just amazing. It is. It's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, there's a couple of things I want to, I want to touch on here. One, since we're in the spa zone, you took a big, I'm using air quotes for anyone who's not actually watching this on the YouTube recording later, but you took a big risk in leaving your, your life that you had cultivated to start something new because you knew that there was something more for yourself. You created your own self-worth because that's all we can ever do is you realize that you are worthy. And that's, and that's something that I want everyone to realize is that we're all worthy. Nobody is unworthy. Nobody is unworthy. It bears repeating even one more time. Nobody is unworthy. <laughs> you are worthy. So you've taken this quote unquote risk and you open this spa, not knowing you know what's going on. And then bam, you get hit with a fire and people are worried that you're going to close it down. But you looked at this as right away. You're like, no, there's a reason why. And you were able to turn literal tragedy because most people would see this as a tragedy. Oh my God, you just put all your money that you didn't have, you're in debt into a spa that now just burned down. What are you going to do? But you looked at it and, and you said, no, there's there's a reason for this. How were you able to make that adjustment in real time? Was it just something that, you know, at this point you were just already there? You were just, no, everything in life is happening for a reason. It's happening for me to evolve. I trust. Yeah, I, I was there. It's funny that you asked me that because... I really look back at that and it, I did not have a question of anything. Like I was just, we're, this is all supposed to be. And I'm, you know, I believe like you do, there's no accidents, there's no coincidences. Everything is happening for me, not to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you look at life as everything's happening for you, it just takes away all that worry and all that, any kind of pressure or fear that you even need to bring. You don't need to bring that in because even if it seems like it's the worst thing in the world, you just have to stop and go, oh, thank you, God. This I know this is happening for me. I may not see it right now, but I know that if it takes a month or two or a year for me to see it, or I don't know how long, 
but it's all in the right timing. And to be in that belief that life is all about the right timing and all opening, open your eyes to the magic in life and embrace the moment and live in the moment. You know, and I think going back to that place was I did live in the moment because I was so grateful to be out of Montana and had having my own project to create. And I couldn't worry about the money because I just, I didn't. I just, I just knew it was going to come because I got to where I could. I mean, I bought a house with nothing, with beyond nothing, like negative. And if people believe that, you know, they have to have all these things instead, just, I pictured myself in that house. I just visualized it. I saw that house and I only saw a flyer. And I remember thinking, this is my house. I saw myself in there. It was already, and I told a realtor, if this is my house. And he thought I was the crazy lady. <laughs> But I really, I believe in all that. It's just trusting and visualizing and feeling it. You know, feel, I tell the girls, you know, when you're wanting something so bad, feel it. You know, what does it feel like when you get that? It's so important to have that feeling. It's so true. I mean, honestly, so many people, there are a lot of people out there who, who are like, no, 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 that's a whole bunch of hooey and it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, no, it's, it's legitimate. It's real. Science has proven everything is energy. There's no doubt about that. It's, it's literally it's science. And if you don't believe in science, well, that's, that's you. But to me, science and spirituality and, and all of that is, is it's one and the same thing. And the power of visualization is just, it's insanely powerful to visualize and to feel it on that level. If you see it and feel it and believe it, it's going to happen some way or another. You just have to not have that doubt. So talk to me about that real quick, because you said that you manifested this home with zero money. All you did was you visualized it and you said, no, this is my house. This is my place. This is where I live. And you said it, your realtor thought you were nuts. And a lot of people looking from the outside in would be like, okay, she's cuckoo. Maybe let's, um, you know, find some meds or something. But that's, <laughs> that's a, that's not crazy at all because I know personally I've, I've manifested so many different things in my life, just doing exactly that. Talk to me about how you, keep the little, little bits of doubt out of your head? I, you know, I wake up grateful and I feel like the way you wake up in the morning and my little rituals that I do, I'm an early riser and I do that on purpose because of my girls and I want to have that time. And I, you know, the doubt, if it comes in, your thoughts become things, right? Mm -hmm. So when you know that you just take those out. And it, you just have to, it's, you know, there's triggers that you can, you know, I always tell kids that I'm helping right now, there's triggers that you just are, become more aware of and you just stop it. And once it just becomes a habit and I really can't think of those little thoughts that just, those are, they come in and they go out, you know, they come in and they go out and you just keep them out. And when you live that way and you have this like amazing, your alignment's completely aligned. That's when all this stuff comes. I mean, all the magic happens in your life. You, your alignment, your vibrations, right? You have this gratitude. I'm full believer in gratitude. And when you really have that feeling, then the, this universe is whatever you want. It's, you can have be or do anything. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I think it's really, it's really true. What you're saying right now is very simple. It's, it's a practice. It's something where if you can practice waking up grateful, if you can practice waking up in that positive space, 
and recognizing those feelings of doubt as they come up going, nope, I'm going to push that out. Nope. Sorry. Goodbye. Like, it's kind of like, imagine yourself holding two shields, right? And every time a a negative doubt or something comes in, you're just like, bing, bing, bing. If you're watching this, then that makes a whole lot of sense. But basically you're deflecting all these, all these negativity thoughts or feelings or doubts that come in. You're just like, no, 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 sorry. And that's the thing is that so many people think that you have to be positive all the time. And that's not the truth. That's not the case. It's not about being positive all the time. It's about going, mm. oh, okay, here's a weird feeling. <gasps> no, let me just not think that or feel that anymore. Let me shift my focus, change the thought pattern. Right. You know, and you know, I always tell the girls, be positive, but you're right. You don't, it's not about that. We're all humans, right? We're all sitting mm-hmm. here. We have these limiting beliefs, all the things that come to us that we have in this life, but to be aware you know, have an awareness, be present, be the, have that, like, I always tell the girls, take your blindfolds off and just be aware, be what, what, what is here in this moment that you can do? Even if it is a negative feeling, get it, just be aware of it. That, that awareness is such an amazing thing to have. And to be, I think it just makes your life each moment. I think I look back at my life and I think, oh, I, I really embraced that. I embraced that, you know, to have that feeling of just, being aware and embracing every moment is such a gift to have it as a, a human living here on this earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing that so many people have have trouble with is accepting the moment and embracing the moment. Actually, let's let's put a little crowbar separation between those two because accepting the moment and embracing the moment are two different things. Most people are trying to actually deny the moment. They're trying to say, no, 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 I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And you push back against it instead of going, no, no, this is great. This is amazing. Whatever's mm-hmm. happening is not only meant to happen. I love this because I'm going to evolve. I'm going to grow. I'm going to, it's all for your own evolution. And when you can look at it like that, which you clearly do, the magic happens. It right. really does. Now, you mentioned earlier about how you talk to your girls about how, you know, we always have a choice. There's always a choice in every moment. And I, I, I firmly believe in that as well, in that you always have a choice to the point that not choosing is also a choice. So when someone's in a dilemma or they have to choose between two separate things, when you don't make a choice, the choice will be made for you. So in effect, you're, you're making a choice. So doesn't it make more sense to then choose from power and choose from a place of, nope, this is what I'm going to do. Whether it's wrong, quote unquote, again, I'm using air quotes because nothing's right. wrong, but whether it's wrong or right, you're still going to get to the desired outcome because the desired outcome is what's best for you. Talk to me about that a little totally. bit. Totally. Yes. Your choice and to be strong and know that that, you know, whichever one you pick, you know, we have the why in the road, I'm going to go to the right. And I'm just going to know that that is the right way to go. And when you choose in that power, then you're like the, everything just comes off. Any kind of doubt or fear is removed. And that, that powerful choice in your knowing and having that knowing that this choice is exactly what I'm supposed to do. And don't live in that wavering way where you're trying, you're in the why and you're like, which way, just what, what feels, you know, what's, telling me to go down that side. And when it does tell you that, and you listen to that part in your, your heart and just trust, and it's about trusting. And I've said that a few times, but it's trusting and knowing that choice is where you're supposed to be. I'm all about that. I think it's wonderful. It really is. We've talked about a lot of different things at this point. And I'm, I'm, 
I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about being in the moment because you did mention that. You said when you're in the moment, that's that's where the magic happens. And I've talked about this on the show before where you never really experience the past and you never experience the future, right? You've, I'm sure you've heard me say that in the past, when you're thinking about something that happened in the past, you're really just remembering your first memory of whatever it is that you experienced. So you're not even thinking about the actual thing that happened. And then when you think about the future, you're just projecting onto some future possibility. The only thing that's real is the now. And so you uncover your magic in the present moment. Let's discuss that for a second. Yes. You know, when, when you're talking about that, I think looking at child, having a child, right? You have your Jacob and my two girls mm-hmm. and being a parent and looking back now, when I say, when we got had our interview and you said Jacob was eight, I go, oh, you're so lucky, right? <laughs> but, you know, I look back and being in the moment when you're with children, when you have your child and you know how fast it goes. Mm. And, but to not have any regrets, right? To go, I really embraced that. I mean, I loved, I can still, I mean, just to see her go to high school today for the first time. And I, you know, just embracing that, seeing her go and knowing that her childhood, every moment, I really, it was in the now. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard when you get, when they are four years out to know that they're going to be leaving. But it is still, it's just being in the now and embracing because you don't want to look back and think, oh, shoot, you know, I didn't really embrace that because it's just the now. And I think this whole quarantine thing, being in the now, and a lot of people have a hard time living in the now in this last six months and when all the things that are going on. But if you could just, I mean, the way we've been living is in the now. And this is family time. Like, I'm not going to get this again. The mm-hmm. love, I mean, the dinners that we've had, the games, the the beginning, I remember like all the, you know, the new things we never had to do because we were so busy. But we, my husband was like, you know, I could be worried. I could spend my time worrying because that would be easy, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to get this. And I'm going to embrace every moment with this family. And that's what we did. And wow, take it to the next level, right? When you look at life that way in a six month period where you could have chose to your why, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One person could choose to be the victim of this and just be so negative and be the victim and so depressed, but instead choose the other side and look at what happens. Like it can become magic. <laughs> I use magic all the time, but it is magic when you live with that. And I totally, if people could get that, think of what this world could be. Oh, I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, it's interesting because in, in being in the moment during this time period where everything just seems so chaotic, for a lot of people, it's just, nope, nope, don't want to do it, can't handle it, can't deal with it, here's my booze, here's my whatever, like, I just have to do something to put the Band-Aid on this, just to not deal with reality. But if you fully embrace it and really kind of come from the positive perspective, like you said, the magic does happen. You've had this time with your family that will never... I don't want to say never, but I mean, it's an opportunity to be able to have this. It's not, this is the first time in a hundred years that society shut down where we were forced to slow down. Mm -hmm. And if you really look at the way things were going before, it's not really sustainable, is it? Like, do we want to go back to that, that normal? I'm using air quotes. I've been using a lot of air quotes in this, in in, in today's show, but, (laughs) but it's true. Like, do we want to go back to that normal or do we want to move forward in a more, natural world order as, 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 as well, what I mean by that is essentially being outdoors more, being with family more, spending more quality time together, as opposed to rushing through to get to the next thing. I, f- I feel like the hamster wheels kind of were forced to stop for a bit. 
Totally. Think about that. Yes. You know, we're going back to when it was March and looking like maybe two days before this whole thing. I remember going back to that, that Ashley (laughs) that was running around, driving the girls to their theater classes and running, 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 barely saying bye to Richard in the morning because we were in such a rush and not really like I get, I would get up early and do my, all my stuff that I do. But it, just to have this time now, it added so much to the level of the person in this body is to have that time and to really, that just even having the podcast, that was very, really my quarantine, my quarantine thing. But just having that and working on something and seeing life in a different way and meeting people through the podcast like you and just this amazing things that can come up if you really can look there and be there in that people could just see to take advantage of this time that they, instead of being the victim to the circumstance that everyone is going through, it's a reset. And yes, the hamster wheel did need to stop. And my life will never be this, will never go back to that. I mean, it was like a way wake up call. And I think it was for everyone that allowed it to be. I agree. I agree. It's 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 a really I mean to me personally I look at everything as a gift. I really do. And of course, I'm human. Sometimes I forget and sometimes I have a knee-jerk reaction to something and 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 it takes me a split second to go, no 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 no, wait a minute. No, this is a gift. This is a gift. There's something beautiful in this moment. Now, you also started coaching teenagers. Let's talk yes. about that real quick because first of all, if if anyone has not been on planet Earth for a while, teenagers can be really difficult. So, so talk to me about this. How did you find your way into coaching teenagers? Well, I have one (laughs) (laughs) and I have a lot of friends that have one now. And I've really, really have uh, with my girls since they were, when they could write or when they could listen, (laughs) when they could really be with me in the car or whatever, we would always really, I would instill the IMs, all that we'd have, we have morning rituals this morning. It was amazing. All in the car, doing our prayers, doing our IMs, saying our gratefuls. And I hadn't done it for, I think it was like 180 days. I mean, it's been, we haven't been in the car going to school. We've been doing it at home, but just to be in that car today. But I do, you know, I see a difference in children that have this gratitude and appreciation for giving. And the I am statements are so powerful in both the, the saying them and then what, what the effect is in the outside world for these kids. And when my friends see those girls and like the girls do pageants too, and they, they love that because we honor it because of the speaking and the interview. It's not a beauty pageant. It's more of a speaking and they do all these. And they, Paige did this speech on the compliment queen. And it was about, I make her say five, I don't make them, but that's part of our routine. They have to say five compliments every day. And I, they used to come back and say, why didn't they, no one said anything back. I said, that's not why you're saying it. I want you to engage and look outward. So my whole thing about this teenager is what I'm like, no one teaches these kids all these valuable mindset tools or, you know, ways to wake up in the morning and how to like set your intention for the day. I mean, that's not taught till, I mean, if you want to be taught maybe in your late twenties or thirties for me, I, you know, I always had that hunger when I was in my twenties, but kind of didn't know, you know, I was like always wanting to read books and, but you know, for to have that at 14, I mean, my life, think of the ease and grace that your life would be 
So I'm really like enjoying it. Like I have right now probably six kids that I'm working with and they'll send me texts every day of their gratefuls. They're two people that they're going to compliment. They have a goal. They wake up with a smile on their face. They have that feeling of gratitude. They have to write their five things they're grateful for. And a lot of kids think, say the trees or the, my, you know, my pool. And I said, no, when you say you're grateful, it has to be something that happened yesterday or up until you're saying it. Like I'm grateful for the amazing night's sleep that I had, or I'm so grateful for the time I got to ride my bike with my family the day before. But to have to teach them that, I just think it's um, magic. I think that if you can give those, those tools like you do for Jacob, mm-hmm. you know, and it, but also the parents need to understand too. All these, you know, they, like we talked in my podcast up until eight, we they're done. We programmed yep. them for eight years and basically have given them everything they will have in their little brain. But to at 15, 14, when they're starting to go to high school and learning, having peer pressure and all these things these days with the t- technology and social media to really bring it down to what can I do? What can, how can I be, what can I do to make this life amazing? And what are the tools that it would take and to teach them these tools? I mean, what I've seen already is amazing. They, they, their whole attitude shifts. Like when I tell them, one of the techniques I use is let's say you're 13 and I want to tell this girl, okay, you're 13 now, now you're 14. I want to, you tell me, how did your year at your first, your eighth grade year, what did 13 look like? I want to hear all the awards you won. I want to hear all the friends you made. I want to, and she goes into detail. The shift in her whole energy from talk, first starting to get to where she's now 14 is amazing. Like it just, she sees it. Now she sees herself like being popular, you know, like she is worried about having friends. So she sees herself being liked and she's liking other people. She's giving it up, making an effort, sending texts to friends and quotes, and she's lifted and she's going to go on these trips with her family because she loves that. And I just see this whole, her vibration shifts. And then they're like, wow, I can really do this. But to teach that it's priceless. It's so true. I mean, you're you're literally instilling the tool, and I'm using that word intentionally. It's a tool of visualization. When you can visualize how things are going to go for you, there's so much more likelier to go that way. Especially if you if you if you put your whole faith behind it. It's not that they're likely to go that way. They're going to go that way. Now that may not look exactly as you see it, but when you look back you're going to see that you've accomplished the goals that you set out to accomplish, which is the coolest part about visualization. It's funny because you, you talk about the five compliments that you've instilled in your daughters and, or the five things you're grateful for. We do that with Jacob every single night where we make him say five things he's grateful for after we do our prayers, after we send out our love for the world, after we do all the different things that we do at night with him, it's always, okay, now five things that you're grateful for. And I'm touched and loving the fact that it's always the first two things are, are, are mommy and daddy, which, which is always nice, you know, that he's, yes. that he's actually able to say that, you know, that. you and mommy or mommy and you and whatever it is. And, and it's, it's, it's such a powerful thing to be able to make them have gratitude or to instill gratitude in them at an early age, because we, we both know that gratitude is, is really where the magic happens. Right. So true. You know, these, my youngest is 11 and you start to see, you know, if they're, you know, grumpy or they get in their moods, right. Or they fight with their sister. And I just shift it. And I say, wow, 
look at what you're doing. Like, are you grateful? You know? So, you know, it's like, you know, doing those little quick shifts to like make them aware, try to do it early and say, gosh, why am I acting like this? I, I need, look at what my life is like, right? Like, look at this house that I live in. Look at the, my mom and dad, and we're all here. And it's just cutting them off right when they're doing it and showing them that and kind of teaching them a trigger and to teach that grateful in that age is, I mean, I say the priceless, but it is. No, it's it's so true. I mean, before we wrap up, I want to I want to ask you real quick because you are a magician. You are someone who lives in the magic. It's not just about uncovering it. You live it. And and I want to know what would you say is the one thing that you can tell my listeners today that would help them enhance their lives? What would be that your number one bit of advice? And it could be it could be something super super simple, but just right here in this moment, what would you say is that one bit, "Hey, this is how you enhance your lives." Okay. You know, I love questions like that because I don't know what's going to come out. But the first thing that comes to me is that Wayne Dyer quote is when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And I remember hearing that and I'm a big Wayne Dyer fan, but I remember thinking, gosh, if you could look at that differently, everything will change. But if people can start looking, I think that's when magic comes is when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That's so my words of wisdom for the day, Adam. <laughs> I, I love it. No, because I got chills when you were saying it because I, I I fully live by that. If you can reframe the situation, it literally does change before your very, very eyes. It, it really does. And so I implore everyone right now, if you're in a situation where you seemingly don't want this situation, change the way you're looking at it. There's a positive in there somewhere. It doesn't matter how negative, again, I'm using air quotes, you may <laughs> think it is really the thing that's happening to you is just a thing. I've, I've talked about this or the things that we encounter in our lives. Okay. These are simply things that are happening. We put the value judgment on it. We make it good or bad. And again, I'll use air quotes for that because there is no such thing. The only goodness is what's in you. It's your love, right? So change the way you are looking at things and the things you look at will change. It is so, so true. I love Wayne Dyer as well. Ashley, tell me what's lighting you up right now that you're so excited about as we move forward. Well, this podcast, my podcast, Uncover Your Magic is for sure lighting me up. I get so excited to find new guests like you that I get to be friends. Like, I feel like we're friends. I feel so connected to you. I don't even know your wife, but I feel connected to her and I'm going to have her on my podcast. I can't wait. And also just this teenage thing. I'm, you know, I'm really, it's, it's, you know, when you have this passion that you just wait, it's just something that just kind of like you, how you are with your podcast, I have such a passion for it and I to find it. And not like it's your purpose, but it's something that, like you always say, you stand for something. I stand for that. And I stand for making these teenagers open their eyes, change their mindset, change their life, make their life easier when they have to go on to college. And that really is my focus and what is lighting me up right now. I absolutely love that. They say that the children are our future and they are, and you're helping create a better future by doing that. Uncover Your Magic podcast with Ashley Goner. It's on all the platforms. So I encourage you to go and listen to that podcast. It's really, 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 really wonderful. Ashley, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much, Adam. My pleasure. I loved it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. 
If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.